Are you guys ready up there? Oscar goes to and the Oscar goes Hello and welcome to Adventures in Movies, our Oscar edition. My name is Nathaniel Muir and I am the movie editor at AIPT. Joining me on this very special edition is the man who joins me on all the regular editions. Hi, I'm Danny. How are you? Hey Danny, did you hear? Uh, congratulations. Our last episode before it even aired, the Academy <laughs> knew what we were talking about. All that complaining we did about what they were going to do with those airing those awards during commercials, they changed their mind. They are going to air. They listen to us. They will. And we're not going to talk about it, so that's even better. Yeah, what we are going to talk about is going forward. They should stop making choices and then changing their minds. Uh, let's just do. Let's just do fan votes going forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's all we're going to do. Uh, they should do like the whole American Idol thing and. Casting your vote by calling a one eight hundred number. That'll work better than what they're doing. At least you'll get a you'll get a, a, a true winner. Um, true winners, best supporting actress. Let's talk awards. Yes. The nominees for best supporting actress are Emma Stone in The Favorite, Golden Globe winner Regina King in If Beale Street Could Talk, Rachel Weisz in The Favorite, Marina de Davira from Roma. And Amy Adams in Vice. Who do you got? You know, I just finished watching Roma. Um, and I really like Marina de Tavira is the the boss, the 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 main house lady. Yes. Uh, she was pretty good. Uh, but she you was. know what? Uh, usually with like... Uh, how if Regina King won for the Golden Globes, usually it means that she's going to win the Oscar for this same same event. Uh, right. My money is actually on Regina King, even though I haven't seen this movie because uh, I don't think it played here in El Paso. So that that that's uh... it played here in El Paso. <laughs> Did it really? Yes. You just didn't want to see it, and I don't blame you because it doesn't really look all that interesting. I didn't even hear about it until like the Golden Globes. I was like, oh, I guess this is a thing I have to see and. Yeah, yeah, it it was showing at the Alamo, and it actually showed at the theater by my house also. Oh, really? Yeah. So I live in the fucking boonies, so I I don't hear you know about all these uh, crazy movies, all these highfalutin movies. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of highfalutin, <laughs> I think it comes down to two women. Okay. It's between Emma Stone and Rachel Rachel Weisz. Am I pronouncing it's Weisz, right? It's Wise. I say Wise. I've heard Wise. You, you um, know what? I don't. Oh. I don't think that it might go to them. I honestly don't think so. I love the movie, but and they were great. Um, I just don't think it's gonna go to it just because every single time that the Golden Globes have predicted the the winner usually. You can't um, say every single time and then usually. That's like Anchorman. The eighty five percent it works all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Oscar but, winner right there. By the way, no, but I, I just I. I it's usually that it goes that way. I mean, it's just the old, you know. the Golden Globes are a huge indicator for Oscar success. Mm-hmm. Um, I, in all fairness, I haven't seen if Bill Street could talk. 
but I have seen the other nominees. Amy Adams does a great job. Yes. Um, Marina De- Tavira, excellent job. Uh, I just think that the two ladies in the favorite did the best job. And between those two, I am going to go with Emma Stone. Very close. I can see either one winning, but mm-hmm. I think Emma Stone is going to take it. I think she should take it. I think Regina King will. Yeah, I I think uh, Emma Stone is my second bet. I think Amy Adams is like my my wild card because uh, Amy Adams is really really good. She's a fucking great actress. And you know uh, what? She, uh, she deserves a pity Oscar because she did really good in Nocturnal Animals. She didn't get anything for Sharp Objects. Um, and I oh she didn't, huh? No, and that makes no sense. An HBO show that was incredibly good. So that really surprises me. So mm-hmm. if she were to win for Vice, I would be totally cool with it. Yeah, I would be totally cool with it. I would be like, yeah, she does. But, I mean, honestly, you have two women of color here, and then the rest of them are, like, white bread. You know, again, I as we've been saying. Yeah, I, I agree with you. The white person probably will win. <laughs> so what do we have next? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we actually have the supporting role in an with an actor so i'm doing the male votes today uh and let me get that because i don't i'm not prepared that well because i was reading off the list uh but actually (laughs) actors in uh in a supported role we actually have marcella ali in green book we have mr kylo ren adam driver in black black clansman we have mr sim sam elliott in a star is born we have Richard E. Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me, which is based on a book. And we have Sam Rockwell in Vice as playing the W. Uh, and... lots, of, uh, lots of talented nominees there. Um, I haven't seen Green Book, but I did watch uh, the most recent episode of True Detective. <laughs> uh, Mr. Ali was great in that. Um, I haven't seen A Star Is Born or Can You Ever Forgive Me. So for me, it comes down to Adam Driver, Sam Rockwell. Um, Sam Rockwell does a really good job as um, W. I am going with Adam Driver from Black Klansman. And not just because I haven't seen the others, but he does a great job in that very natural. His acting is very natural. Uh, It doesn't seem scripted at all, which is always a great job yeah from it seems like it's just this is how a person would react in this ridiculous but true circumstance that's very true i did like his acting in um in black clansman um it was it was natural in a way um it was just a little bit adam drivery uh, i don't know i just always come down to like him and girls he's a really good actor i really do like like his acting just as i mentioned a couple of you know in the regular shows but um i think my money's actually going towards a uh, Sam Rockwell. Um, yeah, he was good. That's a really good pick. He was good, but not as convincing as Josh Brolin. And I just and because I I guess I haven't seen. Uh, I also don't know who Richard E. Grant is, so I can't put a face. <laughs> I can't put a face to the name. So and plus, like you know, there's two of them. There are actually three of them that are based off of like books. Two like you know, one's based off of an actual person and. One is a remake, and Sam Elliott. I mean, Sam Elliott does deserve. And one a is win. based off a Green Book. <laughs> yeah, and I, I really want to say, like my my um, 
My wild card is Marcella Ali. But I think my money is going towards like Sam Rockwell, even though I've seen better performances. And I think it's, it's just... Mah- Mah- I think it's Mahershala. Mahershala? Ooh, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. The English language is not my first language. It is kind of actually. You're forgiven. The reason I said Mr. Ali earlier is because I didn't want to butcher it, but <laughs> <laughs> But when you said it I was like, I don't think it's that cuz I, I actually saw an interview with him recently. He's really good. I I I mean, I'm surprised that he is the support. I thought he would be the leading role. But again, in I Green would Book? Yeah, in Green Book. Just because he's yeah. he should he's the face of the movie, right? Uh, yeah, I, well, I, I think they both equally are uh, from from the from the trailer and the poster. It's uh, mm. I haven't seen the movie though, so but um, he it, to me, I thought he was. I thought they had equal billing. Uh, that's how I saw it. Um, you think Sam Rockwell is going to win? Who? Or that's who you think should win it. Who do you think is going to win it? Or do you think that's how it's going to go? I think it's going to go with Sam Rockwell. Um, he did win last year for best supporting role in the three billboards. Right. Um. I think he might take a second year with that. He win it for the second time. Uh, my wild card is uh, Mr. Ali. Okay, all right. Uh, I, 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 um, I want Adam Driver to win it, but I also think that uh, Mr. Ali is going to win. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, I think that you know, with Green Book, we were talking about how it was like you know the credit this this darling, and with like the. You know, tweets that happened overnight. It didn't really affect it. It actually, if anything, it it still prevailed this train. And this just shows you again, like the academies are very like, you can't predict them that that very well. I mean, you know, the disaster artist one with James Franco. James Franco did something stupid. He's not in the running for best actor, which is you know a weird fucking situation that happened. And this, I guess, uh, we were talking about it off 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 mic, but. This is probably the Oscar bait movie. <laughs> um, Vice? Uh, no, uh, Green Book. Oh, Green Book absolutely is. Um, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And you're right about Green Book. Like, it seemed like it was top of the world, and then it seemed like it was just, like, going to be forgotten. It looked like it, it wouldn't recover. But after those first couple of days, I mean, maybe it lasted the working week. Mm-hmm. But since all that, um, I guess that fiasco, that hubbub, I haven't heard a negative word about it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like it might have not been our cup of tea that we wanted to see or anything like that. And trust me, listener, we try to look for a a place that was showing it here in town, but the closest one was somewhere like in Mexico, like eight hours away. So trust me, we're not going to drive eight hours. Yeah, I tried really, and when we get into the best picture, I'll I'll talk about because I really tried my best to watch every single movie. Uh, but we'll get to that. Um, you know what? I think I'm gonna let you do best actress because you Yalitza? have a better. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 Yalitza Apresio, I think Apresio. Okay. Uh, yeah, Glenn Close, Olivia Coleman, Lady Gaga, and Melissa McCarthy. That's a surprising one, huh? I really want to see that movie, actually, because I've seen her put on some good performances. I've seen, um, I haven't seen that movie or The Wife, but I've seen the other three. So I have seen the majority, 
And yeah, I'm going to play favorites, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with the favorite. Uh, Olivia Coleman, which goes back to your Golden Globe um, theory, and which is based in fact. The Golden mm-hmm. Globes do uh, kind of let us know who's going to, who has the best shot to win the Oscar. She won the Golden Globe for Best Actress. Um, I think she should win for the Oscar. Uh, I think she will win for the, the Oscar also for Best Actress. I think you're right on that one too. Uh, Olivia Coleman does look like this uh, this winner on this one. I just li- I literally just finished watching Roma, and Yalitza, you know, is fucking great. And I just like, you know, of all these five women in this category, she's the only one that doesn't have experience in acting. It doesn't really show in in the movie. Um, going back to her like Adam Driver's natural like. It's almost it seem... like it, it, she does come up. Um, I, well, it's kind of a cliche, so I'm not going to say that it has a documentary feel to it. But she does. She is also like Adam Driver, very natural. Like it's, uh, she's just doing her thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's really, really good. Like she was like a teacher. Like she just finished like like becoming like a teacher or something like that. And she's speaking. She learned to speak her her own language because you know her main language or her first language is spanish and to learn like mexica is uh you know this like native american language is insane like you know um i really do want her to win just because it's really really good i know olivia coleman's gonna win it um but my wild card is seriously glenn close i just watched um mars attacks the other night and I forget that she's a, like it's a comedic role whatever but she's a really good fucking actress she's really good she she is a very good actress and she is good in Mars Attacks uh, her and uh, Jack Nicholson are yeah, yeah 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 they're really really good <laughs> I actually um, I didn't have a chance to see it in theaters when it came out but I saw it last year or the year before I saw it at the Alamo um, oh we're not going to talk about other movies but it was good um, So wait what other movies don't leave me hanging well, the Mars attacks. Oh, <laughs> I want to go. We'll get too much into how great it looks. Great on the big screen. It's corny. It's silly. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, it I, looks awesome. That, that's the only way I could say like you know this is a really really good like you good that she's a good actress because I just remember her other roles really like Lady Gaga. You know, bless her for doing this movie. She's fucking great in Star Is Born. I just think that she's really going with some fucking heavy hitters. And she is. She is. Because Olivia Coleman's going to be in the next season of The Crown. I believe she's going to be Elizabeth, actually. Oh, yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. Um, do you think we're going to see more of Lady Gaga? Because she's been getting um, nominated pretty consistently for, gosh, I want to say everything she's ever appeared in. She's been nominated for yeah, I, I I honestly do think so. I think this is gonna we're gonna start seeing her as transition into like acting. I mean, she's she does music videos. She does she's a great singer. She does have a great voice. She is. Yes. I know you haven't seen Star Is Born, but she is really good at this. And again, um, that whole like she's very natural, but I think she she did show a lot of emotional range in this film, especially you know. Right given the, the subject um but uh she, what she did she moved me with her music and right. um, so that's kind of in her wheelhouse so she didn't have to yeah. go too far outside of what she uh yeah yeah was. 
let me ask you this. Do you think she'll ever have a greater Oscar moment than when she surprised Leonardo DiCaprio? Wait, what? You don't remember that? No, I don't. Oh, she was um, going up to the stage to get an award or something. And mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio was at his table laughing and joking. You know how he always takes his mom to the awards? Yeah. I don't know if you, yeah. So he's hanging out with his mom and uh, with some friends or whatever, and they're joking around. And she bumps into him, and he looks up, and he, it was half startled, half, I'm going to kick Arch. your ass kind of yeah. look. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and the funny thing is, afterwards, uh, some like TMZ or E or one of those types of things, yeah. they were interviewing him. They were like, hey, look, this has gone viral. And then he's like, oh, well, you know, I I, I was just talking. And then the, that thing walked by me. And he called her that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hilarious. You can find, if you just put Leonardo DiCaprio Gaga or Oscars or any, it'll, it'll come up. And um, I remember watching it live. It was like, did I just see that? I, I want to say it was the Oscars. It might've been the Golden Globes actually. I but think it, it sounds like it could be the Golden Globes really. Yeah. It might've been an American Horror Story thing, but either way. Uh, it's a great moment in awards history. Um, nice. Best actor. Uh, we got a lot of lot of big names here. A lot of big names that I can pronounce also. Uh, <laughs> we got Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born. Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate. Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. Viggo Mortensen for Green Book, once again. And Christian Bale and another nominee for Vice. Who do you have for this? My computer just kind of like slowed down on me, so I can't read the the notes. So um, can I have those again? And uh, yes. can you use them in a sentence? Of course. Uh, Bradley <laughs> Cooper acted and directed in A Star is Born. He is only being nominated for his acting performance, however. Which I agree on that. Willem Dafoe? Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I go through. No, no, uh, I'm sorry. Will, Willem Dafoe. He played Van Gogh, I want to say, in At Eternity's Gate. I might be wrong. I fact check. I might have to fact check that. But Willem Dafoe plays an artist in At Eternity's Gate. R- Rami Malek is being nominated for Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. by a band called Queen. Okay. Uh, but not for their use of the song in Wayne's World. This is for <laughs> just <laughs> Vigo Mortensen uh, plays an Italian bodyguard in a movie based on a book called Green Book. And okay. Christian Bale is, in fact, the vice in Vice. Hmm. You know. And this is like I was thinking about this actually the, the most. Kristen Bale is really fucking good at what he does. Like he he, act, he <laughs> really crazy. gained the weight for this. He's like he is a really good actor. Like yeah, fuck he this is guy. A, a tangent. How fucked up do you think his internal organs are with all these drastic body changes? Oh, it's fucked up. It's super fucked up. Like he lost a shit. What was it for the machinist? The he machinist. Lost, like, he was like. I don't know, fifty-seven pounds or something. Yeah, yeah, and then like, like in the fighter, uh, was it the cult of? Yeah, the fighter. He was like still scrawny, but like a little bit more bulked up. This man, 
does. He's gonna kill him. He's gonna kill himself. He might become like the next like Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, like if he keeps on like becoming this like synced with his work. Like, um, he's uh yeah what I mean what he do, doing something for your craft is always amazing and actors go to some um some actors will go to some pretty amazing links. Yeah, what he does to his body though, you're it's like he does a great job, but you're just kind of like, it's okay. There's great special effects nowadays. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Well, also like, like props to the fucking pro- prosthetics team, like the special effects for fucking Vice, because that is like, er- like he looked like fucking Cheney, you know. Like, I think it was in W the Smart the Martin Scorsese film. I think uh, Richard Dreyfus looked like 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 Dick Cheney. I thought but, W like, was uh, Oliver Stone. Oh, was okay. Whoever. Um, that no. Oliver Stone is horrible. Martin Scorsese is probably the greatest American director. Oliver Stone's character. pretty good. He's done good stuff. Like I really did like, I did like W. Oh um, man, I thought you were gonna say Platoon. I was gonna go off. <laughs> What's wrong with Platoon? We'll talk about that one day. But <laughs> um, uh, but but you know, besides the point. Um, that that's the thing. Like he, they did like he did really really fucking. They did really good with the prosthetics, and they made him look like him. Even his mannerisms were really fucking like Cheney esque. His cadence, so his, good. Uh, yeah, it's so it was really fucking good. Like, and then we have Remy Malik on the other spectrum of this, who won for um. Wait, did he win? He did deservedly win for the Golden Globe. Yes. Okay, so he uh he won for his portrayal of Freddie Mercury, and it was good. The movie was all right, you know. Like as more as I'm getting away from it, it was a good movie. But that again, as I mentioned uh, a couple of episodes ago, this is just playing with nostalgia, right. and both movies are playing with nostalgia essentially. You know, uh, if you want to, like, you know, nine eleven is not the most nostalgic time of our lives, but you know, it. We've... I was gonna say, I don't know. Yeah, Vice definitely. Oh, obviously, it deals with our very recent past, but. Mm-hmm. I've always equated nostalgia to a good feeling, and I don't know unless you're a hardcore Republican. I don't know if and Vice doesn't really paint him in a positive light. Either. No, no, it's a, that movie is a whole, complete satirical take on the on on the on on, on Dick Cheney. Right. Um, but I mean, like Remy Malek, like people saying that he was really really good. Obviously, have not seen Vice, and yeah. like. Bradley Cooper is really, really good in this, but, and I haven't seen, you know, uh, Eternity's Gate or The Green Book, but honestly, like, I think all, everything points to these two men here, you know, from different points of their craft, with Rami Malek coming, you know, fresh into this, really, and Christian Bale being in the game for such a long time. Right. Um, I I don't see Christian Bale winning this, because again, people like to play with nostalgia. Yes. Um, and going to like the whole if is Bohemian Rhapsody going to be the movie that you're going to remember in a couple of years from now? Which the answer is yes, you will because the music. Um, and you'll definitely remember his performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is, but then again, you Christian Bale was also really, really good in his performance as Dick Cheney. Um, it's gonna go to Remy Malik. My I, money's not in him. 
but I, I agree. I, I think he I think he should win it and I think he will win it. Uh, I think this is a slam dunk, really. And I, I agree. I think it's between those two actors for the same reasons. Um, and it's more than just how they made them look. Uh, once oh, they yeah. were in uh, character, they were those they were characters. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah obviously. Yeah, um, amazing, amazing performances from both men. I, I just saw Chris, uh, Christian Bale. I did see. I just, I just saw <laughs> Christian Bale and Vice last weekend. <laughs> That's um, absolutely true, and he did a wonderful job. But um, I'll go with uh, Freddie Mercury, um, Mister Dynamite, taking it. Yeah, uh, my wild card. Just it's actually Mister Fahrenheit, but Mister Fahrenheit. Yeah, you know, I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I was just gonna let it go. That's um, all right. It's uh, you, should, you need to correct me on these things because if you don't correct <laughs> me, then I'm just gonna assume that I'm right. That's just the way that I live my life. That's why I'm letting you go with Platoon. I'm not gonna talk about that one right now. Um, but my my wild card is really Bradley Cooper or Bradley Cooper for whatever. Um, best director. Best director. Fuck man. All right. So we have Spike Lee for Black Black Klansman, his first nominated role or nominated ever for being a director. director. Uh, Pavel Pawelensky. I'm sorry if I butchered any names here. Or Madam. Uh, for Cold War. <laughs> Is there not a picture next to what you're looking at? No, I don't. I had to oh, go okay, to radiotimes.com. That, 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 that's, that's not horrible then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, continue. It's like something out of a sitcom, you know? <laughs> that's like in the office when Michael Scott is like, he says, uh, uh, you're, oh, no, you're a gentleman and a scholar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> she must have been a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to into this. Uh, Yorgos, uh, fuck man, why did you give me these? Uh, <laughs> I, I did it on purpose. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, I could do Yetzil. It's very easy, but now you're giving me like Russian and like Polish names, and I'm just fucked here. Lathamos, uh, for the favorite, and Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. And Adam McKay for Vice. The hardest name of all. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Adam like McKay. Butter. That went like butter. Um. <laughs> uh, there's a lot, a lot of... Um, the only one I haven't seen from this is Cold War. Yeah. Um, by um, the gentleman who directed <laughs> that. But I've seen every other one, and they're all very good movies. Um, I, you're not going to believe this, but... I'm going with Yargos Lathamos for the favorite. Um, the favorite, I think, is his most accessible movie. The The lobster is really yes. offbeat, and killing of a sacred deer is <laughs> is something else. Um, but the favorite is still very odd, and it will go in directions that I don't think people will expect. Mm-hmm. But uh, what he does with the edits and the use of title cards and the way large rooms are framed to convey like isolation and loneliness even though these are very powerful characters it's so well done he sets a tone he sets a mood but he keeps you guessing and it's just a very very powerful piece of work i think he deserves it you know 
I would have probably agreed with you until I saw Roma. Um, like of oh, the four movies that I've actually seen, um, I think Black Black Klansman is probably the weakest, followed by Vice, and then it's a, now it's a toss up between Roma and the, the favorite uh, Cold War. I'm pretty sure you're great. I just haven't seen you. And when it comes out on VOD, Redbox, Netflix, wherever, I'm watching you. But right now, you're out of this equation. Right. Um, you know, the, the Favorite was a very quirky film and most likely is going to be the Critical Darling again. Um, but the way that Roma uses Alfonso Cuadón's like semi-biography, you know, it's a semi-biography in yep. a way of him growing up in this neighborhood of Roma. Um, he uses like, again, some big historical things that happen in Mexico and all the time that, you know, um, the main actress Yitzel is playing, um, going through this birth and using the, and I'm pretty sure he chose this. I'm not sure if it's more of a directing thing, but choosing a whole thing of, uh, not using a score, and using the shots to really tell a story is really yes. fucking great. Um, the and part airplanes too, using planes yeah, yeah, such a... yeah. Um, yeah. Go go ahead, but yeah, very 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 well directed movie. It's like the the quiet parts, just like in favorite, making the rooms like feel like you feel isolated. He uses these like pan shots essentially, where she's in the she he does this like three or four times. Uh, especially in the beginning of the movie, she's coming downstairs and she's cleaning up the room and it's kind of giving you this 180 shot, essentially just following her. And it's just following her, like essentially like being a, well, she is a housemaid, but just being kind of lonely in this whole huge ass house. And then these, these wide shots where, you know, she's going to take the kids, you know, or when this car's coming in. It's just really, really good. Uh, it, some of the main actors or even her, her, the main actress, like, you know, are just kind of like just side, put, put aside and just focused on these small conversations right. or how she feels not part of the fucking family. And it makes it, you know, he points it to you like you're not you're just, the you know, the maid. You're not part of the family. And he makes you feel that way until like the very last moment of the film. And guys, if you haven't seen this, guess what? We're pretty much spoiling a lot of these films. Um, uh, I haven't spoiled anything, but continue. I'm going to fucking spoil this. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Uh, towards the end with the, the the waves, essentially, you know, just making the kids disappear and her looking for them in that one shot, essentially, is really fucking great. Um. You know, Alfonso Cuaron has won. He, he has been nominated um, for, you know, all these other Oscars. I mean, he won for Gravity. He's been nominated for f- almost everything that he's directed since he broke into the international scene, which is our American films. Um, if it wasn't, like, for this, like, we had, you know, if I should have seen this a lot earlier in last year, but seeing that this year... This is, I think, should win for best directing. It should win for best directing. I That's think it. My money. Yeah, I think it will win. To be perfectly honest with you, his uh, direction reminds me a lot of. And it's going to sound weird, but you see, I see elements of David Lynch and of Martin Scorsese who are not similar at all. But uh, I think he is going to win. But um, I do think that uh, 
Yorgo's diamond. I should take that one. Um, best film. You were gonna do it, so what? You list off the nominees for the best picture. Uh, so best picture we have Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, The Green oh, The Green Book, Green Book, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice. Those are some. Uh, okay, right off the bat, I haven't seen Green Book, and I haven't seen A Star Is Born. I tried to watch A Star is Born on Friday. Uh, it actually is on Voodoo right now, as is Green Book, as is The Favorite. I didn't check The Favorite because I've already seen it a couple of times. But I did check Green Book, and I did check A Star is Born. You can buy either of them right now. Both of them. You can buy them both. You can't rent either of them. And as great as I'm sure A Star is Born is, as highly as you speak of it, I do not want to spend $20 on it right now. Green Book, I didn't even want to spend 9 bucks on it when it came out, so I definitely don't <laughs> want to spend 20 bucks to have it on, on my Voodoo or Fandango account or whatever account that I have to buy it on. So, But other than that, I have seen every other movie, so uh, I don't think Green Book is going to win either way. So um, A Star is Born, though, I kind of wish that I had seen that because I think it does have a legitimate shot. Um, but... I'm going to go with process of elimination on this um, vice. And this is why I don't think Adam K will win best director. And even though we didn't talk about best editing, I believe that they are nominated for that. Also, I think the editing is horrible. Um, I think the movie starts to get a little tedious and boring. Um, I don't think that it will appeal to a vast audience. It's good, but I grew up during that time and I kind of enjoy politics so there's a lot that I can get out of the movie, but even with that, there were a couple of moments where I had to kind of force myself to pay attention to it. It's all over the place, really poor, really poor directing and editing, in my opinion. Um, Roma is really good. Black Panther, I honestly don't think it should be nominated. Uh, Black Klansman was a very good movie. Um, it's as close to a comedy as you're going to get on this thing. Uh, the favorite's also really fun. I can have Vice too, but uh, Black Klansman has this like black exploitation vibe going with it that I think is really unique and original. It's the most unique out of all the movies, I think. But uh, I don't think that this is the year. So I think it comes down to Bohemian Rhapsody and The Favorite. Um, keep in mind, I haven't seen A Star Is Born and uh, Roma. As good as it is, there's just it just doesn't have that oomph to it. I I think that uh. The directing is really good, but I don't think the movie is as good as the direction. I think it comes down to Bohemian Rhapsody and The Favorite, and I think Bohemian Rhapsody is only for the reasons you mentioned. The nostalgia, the fact that it's essentially a musical. But if you take away Rami Malek's performance, you have a very generic, very mediocre at best movie. So being completely objective, based on what I've seen, The Favorite is the best movie of the year it's the it's funny it has great acting it has good pacing the writing is there the story is engaging make you laugh make you cry make you angry all that good stuff um it's a movie that i would recommend to anybody who likes any type of movie and i really think anybody would enjoy that movie so the favorite i think is the best movie of the year but i'm pretty sure bohemian rhapsody or star is born is going to take it or roma 
one of those three. Probably, <laughs> probably Roma. I'm thinking Roma is going to take it, but I think the favorite for the favorite is the best movie. Um, I'm going to do the same thing that you did, just did. Uh, just again, I've only seen I've seen all Malik's with the exception of Green Book. Like the way I think I would put this really is Black Panther and Black Klansman are probably at the bottom of this list for me. Um, same thing with Vice. Um, Starsborn is really, really good. I it really did enjoy. It. I didn't think it was gonna get this far as being like in Best Picture. I thought it was a really good movie. Um, there was a lot of tears. Um, but as we were talking about this last week, uh, with, it kind of played with those emotional tugs, emotional points. It did have that again, the music kind of like pulled you into that, um, those types of uh, moments, uh, especially towards the end of the film. Um, the favorite again, it's a really good movie. I really did enjoy it. It. Again, Olivia Coleman was really fucking great. Uh, Rachel Wise and Emma Stone. I mean, you can't get a better cast than that, really. They were fucking great in this whole thing. Bohemian Rhapsody. Again, Freddie Mercury is queen. Rami Malek is Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, I think, honestly, and maybe because it's fresh in my mind and all this stuff, but Roma is a really good film. Um, it did a lot of the same things where it makes you laugh and it makes you cry. Uh, maybe just because I saw a lot of the things that I did recognize. Again, uh, not that I grew up around this time at all because this is placed in the 1970s. Um, not that, you know, I was around for the favorite, but still. Um, I think Roma really did uh, this, this type of different thing thing where it's showing you a slice of life essentially kind of like what um life is beautiful did uh, all those years ago it's showing you um the life of this housemate essentially living in his neighborhood and you know going through the highs and the lows i mean she's essentially treated like dirt in this whole film you know there is parts that she has shown love they're showing very there's there's a lot of different emotions that you get through it, and especially without a score, you know. Again, every all these movies have a score in it to make you feel a certain way, and Guadon showing you just with an image essentially and a little bit of a dialogue, he portrays a lot. Like especially like again, spoiling this movie. Um, there's a part where she loses her baby and she's just there holding it. And that was pretty powerful. I thought that was a pretty powerful scene in part in the, the movie. And there's another part where um, the mom, Marina, she slaps her son and then she uh, quickly apologizes. And it's just these very powerful moments where you're just like, well, fuck. And the favorite had those moments too, you know. Uh, the scene that the the again the last five minutes of the movie where you know you see Olivia Coleman's fi- figuring it out that she probably fucked up. No, those are good moments, but I mean these, my money. 
you know, again, I can't, I don't know what I'm going to, it seems like it, it should go for the favorite and Roma really. And I just want to do a cop out. Um, but I honestly think again, because Bohemian Rhapsody plays with so, so much nostalgia and it's probably going to be those, that generational film again, that might win it. Um, I don't agree with it. Uh, I would like Roma to win, but, um, I think Bohemian Rhapsody might actually take it. So there you have it, everyone. Like we agree with why we both agree on Bohemian Rhapsody having a really good chance of winning it, even though it shouldn't. Um, we're kind of uh, we have a lot of similar picks for most of the um, major awards that we discussed. Um, what we discussed though aren't the only awards being um, up for grabs that night. Is there anything else from? the Oscars, anything that was nominated, anyone who wasn't nominated that you're kind of looking forward to seeing or that catches your eye? Uh, you know, I, there, there's two movies that we that should have been nominated at least. I know A Quiet Place was done for sound uh, sound mixing, but Hereditary should have been nominated for like best screenplay or original screenplay. And it has some original screenplays on it too. Um, and again, I nothing that I could like think of the top of my head but um it was just a disappointing thing that that movie was not nominated yeah it was completely shut shut out because i because i mean we have the super fucking great she should have been nominated for this for sure but i mean like we have original screenplay we have the favorite the first reform green book roma and vice you know these are big fucking movies again like again the favorite i agree with um, Roma agree with Vice. I agree with. I never. I haven't heard of First Reform, so you know whatever. We, we actually have a review on it on the site. Actually, Nicole Kidman oh. is in it. Lucas Hedges, a uh, young actor, he's in it. Um, it, it has mm-hmm. some pretty big names in it, but it's about trying to. You know those camps where they send gay youths to? Come oh, to... the Mike Pence stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I um, uh, I know we talk about it. Gosh, seems like we've talked about it just about every episode, but I think the clearest cut winner that night, the only one that you don't really have to debate, is uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse for Best Animated Feature. I I think it actually should win for Best Picture. I think it's better than, as much as I love the favorite, I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is the definition of a generational film. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it should win for Best Picture overall, so Best Animated Animated Feature by far. You, though, were telling me that uh, apparently we have another special edition coming up? Yeah, so we have a special edition coming out in two weeks for a little indie film called Captain Marvel. Hmm. <laughs> that comes out March, I think, 7th. If I'm looking at my calendar. Eighth. We, we'll we'll have the show out by that time. We actually have a ne- next episode next Saturday as well. So guess what, guys? You got two episodes. You got one in two weeks. You got one right after this in a week. So we're here. Um, again, thank you for joining us for this special edition out of Adventures in Movies. We'll be back, as I mentioned. Again, as you check out um, Adventures in Port Taste for the latest movies news. Follow us on Twitter during the Oscar Sundays. We'll be live tweeting. Um, you'll see what I have to say once in a while about what people are wearing. Because trust me, I care sometimes. Um, you can also, <laughs> right? Um, you can follow us in uh, Adventure in Movies over at uh, 
AIPT Movies, or you can follow us individually. You can find Nathaniel on Instagram at Nathan Portiste, and you can find me over at Twitter and Instagram at default underscore player. Again, you could find us uh, anywhere you could find podcasts, up Apple Podcasts. You could uh, Don't forget, if you like this show, give us a star rating. Don't forget to subscribe. Tell your girlfriend about us. Tell your wife. Tell your boyfriends. Tell your lovers, ex-lovers. Tell us. We want to hear from you. <laughs> Why does it have to all be uh, sexual or relationship? Why can't it be tell your brother, tell your mother, tell your... I don't know. Tell your neighbor. Tell your dog. I don't know. Maybe. You, that's what you're here for, too. Husbands and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends. Yes, tell all of them. Yeah, because they also have people that will tell people. And, yeah, we'll just we want to hear from you. That's all I have.